0: Welcome to the Agoracom podcast, where investors discover great small-cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you, and make sure to follow our podcast.
1: Welcome to Beyond the Press release a production of Agoracom, in which we take the time to speak with small-cap executives right after they put out important news with us today. Happy to have them back, because it's another acquisition. Rob Benson, CEO of Phobie AI Trades in Canada under F-O-B-I, F-O-B-I, and for our friends in the S, F-O-B-I-F, F-O-B-I-F. For those new to the story, because maybe you keep seeing the headlines, especially the one today, uh, all you need to know about the company is this, because they're multifaceted, an incredible technology stack, and we'd spend 10 minutes on intro trying to go through all of it. But the best way to understand it is, the company is a global leader in digital wallet pass technology that delivers real-time data analytics and engagement using artificial intelligence, to drive customer activation, so you and I, uh, and engagement in stores, stadiums, arenas, hotels, and other large venues around the world. Uh, too many LOIs, partnerships, customers to talk about, but the company and more than just talk has executed that greatly. And today's press release is full besides LOI to acquire the intellectual property and assets related to Basket, which is a global leading retail price comparison app and shopper intelligence data platform who is already servicing tier one retail and cpg brands consumer packaged good brands another great one rob welcome back my friend hey george thanks for having me uh another you know this came out of nowhere right uh, but another great acquisition let's talk about or and i know it's an loi stage we'll talk about when that gets finalized but there's a lot to unpack here so what does basket do in layman's terms for them to really understand? Because the press release had a lot of detail, but it's all new to us. I do know I can summon it like this. The largest community of grocery shoppers in the world. So you dive in a little further for us as what they're doing, what you love about them.
0: Yeah, it's a very uh, interesting opportunity for us because what they've done a great job of is building a very large customer base for for their app. It's around the best price. Um, you know everyone advertises the best price right but scraping all of the the internet the e the flyers um, moderators that they have even in stores um, enables the real-time access based on your location for certain barcodes and SKUs to understand what stores truly do offer the best price so for my interest in the company was not just the user base and their clients and the revenues etc but when we start to look at what we acquired through QPOLS and are relaunching now with the GCN, which is the Grocery Coupon Network, which is distribution of manufacturer promotions or coupons or discounts. Now being able to provide those manufacturer discounts direct to consumer, but tying in the best pricing location where to truly shop at. So automating all of this price search engine optimization, if you will,
1: Uh, is something
0: that uh, was a no-brainer for us
1: and and more than just lip service i took a look at their website earlier today because it pressfully said uh you know right in the headline tier one retail and cpg brand so i went to their website and I saw target uh costco walmart uh amazon i think uh whole foods so these guys aren't messing around they're executing right yeah,
0: they, this, this company is uh, extremely well-known in the U.S. Um, they're featured on Good Morning America and NBC Today Show in the last couple of weeks as well, uh, unsolicited, of course. And for us, to just create exposure. The, the synergies of what we've done and we're going down the path here with Coupoles and 8112 and this whole new digital standardization for vouchers and offers and anti-fraud technology that the Coupon Bureau has, has come out with. Um, This is just another very, very synergistic bolt-on that increases our, of course, revenue path, but more importantly, direct access to a large consumer base, which, once again, brings further distribution capabilities for QPOLs to distribute these direct manufacturer offers and promotions. So when I looked at um, that side of the business, it was, like I said, a no-brainer, very synergistic. But what really got me excited about it, quite honestly, was the level of data intelligence platform they built. This is the perfect accompaniment and bolt on to the Philby Data Exchange where we segment different data components um, to monetize those to CPGs or retails or third parties. Um, they've got some very, very big clients in that aspect already today that are very interested in the finite uh, details around price comparison, competitive analysis, measurement, um, and these things are very hard to acquire for a lot of the CPG manufacturers and retailers themselves. This competitive analysis, uh, baskets, done an amazing job of providing those level of insights.
1: And the timing um, almost couldn't be better. Uh, two or three years ago, basket be you know a really cool app, and there'd be people. I'm sure there'd be a lot of people using it. But today, we know that inflation is out of control, All right. So we know yeah. consumer price index up 8%. I did some research before our interview. The average US household is paying $327 per month more now as a result of inflation. Yeah. So two, three years ago, it would have been a cool tool to have and maybe some really, really finicky finance people you know, would use it. But now I would have to imagine, Rob, that demand for basket and demand for what you guys can do together must be, I don't wanna say exploding, but I, I can't see under the way. You know, are CPGs, you know, starting to call? Uh, you know, a, a conversation is starting to be had because they're, their consumers, their customers are, are demanding this? I mean, they're well, I, dying for yeah, it. Yeah, George, no,
0: it's a uh, good observation, obviously, but everyone's been hit right across the board. Um, every level of supply chain over the last two years, but now we're seeing with every household here in North America, you know, the wrath of the inflation and, and the numbers is is you alluded to three hundred and dollars more per month. That's a very significant you know uh, piece of revenue or income, I guess you should say. Um, so now everyone's cognizant now as to how do I save a buck? And it's not just about saving a buck in a lot of cases. It's about the convenience of it and what channel you are uh, shopping in today or, or searching in today for price and product analysis and other reviews and stuff like that. So combining these all into one encompassing solution that is enabling us to deliver personalized engagement at scale now it is very compelling, of course, to us and our shareholders. When you start to look at the inflation where one year, two years, they're talking six months, I mean, nobody truly knows what What's gonna lie ahead here? But it is something today that, unfortunately, every pocketbook's been, been smacked and- um,
1: That's, you're talking about $4,000 a year for the average family, 4000 yes. That's a lot of money for, for a lot of families who are barely budgeting by before all this. So as a result, um, you know, COVID drove uh, certain business and consumer interaction to digital. We know that, and that's why yeah. you guys did so well on so many different products. Is inflation now going to be another driver where this, where the CPGs are going to be really aggressive about you know, about working with you guys? For well, this,
0: yeah, I mean, George, I kind of look at things is you know when people go to the right, I try to go left, and much like we saw with COVID when markets crashed and the world was coming to an end, everybody thought we shifted on the fly and our agility as an organization pay dividends, um, enabling us to go on the offense. As you saw numerous acquisitions and new product launches that were relevant to the certain times of of world affairs, I I see the same here. Um, I fully intend to go on the offense uh, as well. Once again, we've made some pretty big shifts in in focus of the business. Uh, We've discovered a lot of new opportunities as we've seen in some of our new product releases and successes that we've had in them. And yes, we're going long and narrow, but we're also looking at um, now, how do we consolidate a lot of these great tech companies that are out there today, um, providing a fully integrated solution from end to end that is a driver for inflation and digital transformation, uh, user experience, all these other assets that we look for each and every day of our lives. These are all things where we're heavily focused now. Automation, George, is is something I've been speaking about for the last three years now. The the biggest challenge right now, I've had to fly quite a bit over the last two months. Um, You know, there's been a lot of aspects of our lives that have gotten better over the last three years, but the travel industry has has gone back to me 20 years. Um, The challenges around hiring of staff and servicing the industry as a whole that can be solved through proper automation processes that can be implemented and unifying all of these various touch points within these organizations. So, there's a big focus of a lot of, you know, not just government and, and uh, service industries, but each and every aspect of vertically solutions looking to solve that riddle as to servicing their clients and their operations. They're looking to us to, to help tremendously. Bear, bring that barrier back down to a manageable point.
1: Well, one, one example I put out on Twitter this morning when I saw the press release of how kind of going talking about that is pack promotion. So I'm going to read, I'm just read a bit of an excerpt here. Uh, a significant benefit will be CPG brand to CPG brands will be enabling to offer on pack promotions without having to update their packaging. So what that means is shoppers can simply scan product barcode and see if there are any coupons available for that product from QPOLs by Phobia. and If there are, they can be applied automatically at checkout. Um, that seems like a real great example of automation, I think, where yeah. before you'd have to say, hey, George, just put the potatoes on on sale, so let's get that process going all the way. So you gotta get 10 people in 10 steps in order to get the potatoes on sale by the time they get to the grocery store. But this sounds like George at GeorgeCom can make a decision now, and as fast as it takes to go through phobies technology i can have my widgets tomatoes potatoes uh on sale
0: yeah you can create real-time flash sales on any particular items whether they're at-risk products which are cheese dairy meats i mean look at the price of meat <laughs> i mean and eggs i mean these these staples of daily you know consumption are. Uh, to your point i, I don't know how even you know the average person affords to live right now is very challenging so providing some of these technologies the basket has with their scan technology capabilities um, a lot of the retailers are using it for inventory automation as well um, we looked at it for on pack is a great engagement tool as well that um you know as i said we can correlate the the barcodes to the promotion um, all in real time, and it can be uploaded into the app or wallet and then redeemed at the till. So it's um, a lot of versatility and agility of which Basti designed their, their solution stack. And there's a lot of very interesting things that um, they've been working on at a moment with the CPG manufacturers and select retailers for that, that in fact, uh, use case there.
1: Um Let's talk about timing. I know specifically in the headline, you guys said you're acquiring the IP and assets, which means it's not a share sale. And typically when you're acquiring assets, deals get done a lot faster because you're not taking on any liability of the corporation, of its shareholders and all that kind of stuff. When do you think this deal might get wrapped up when it gets, you know, when it gets closed and when do you guys start going to market together?
0: We are, we're working very closely now. I mean, I was introduced to basket back in, um, November, I think it was. So this is something that, uh, I, I've been working on. We're very, very far down the path. Um, I didn't want to put anything out of course, until I knew we we're pretty much there and dotting the I's and crossing the T's and, uh, our, our goal is to have this done within the next 30 days.
1: And then how soon after that, I mean, do you, you guys, have you guys already started talking about, have where, you guys already started ha- having conversations with retailers or CPGs and how yeah. combine the tech one regardless?
0: Yeah. I, I was brought into conversations months ago with um, their various groups. And for us is where I saw the, the reality of the opportunities um, and understanding everyone um, within their organization and how things were built, of course, from a technical to diligence standpoint and, A lot of great synergies that um, elevate our tide as well and um, i'm very excited to work with neil and uh, some of his team and um yeah there's a lot of a lot of uh, opportunities there george that um you know at a point in time right now where the world's in and the markets are in this is a a good one for
1: us a lot of this also uh a big part of this is the the new 8112 universal coupon technology What's the status there uh, of, of that? I can't say a lot
0: to it, of course, as I'm an NDA and we're, uh, you know, accelerator for the coupon bureau, but it's, uh, it, it's, it's very well timed. Um, I feel like we're on the cusp of many great changes in, in the grocery industry. And, and that's one thing that too, uh, I would like to highlight, George, is that, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we, we have the grocery coupon network. What Basket does it opens up this now to a vertically agnostic solution um, and vertically independent of anything and boundaries because we have some affiliate marketing opportunities. You know, we see a lot of crossover and data and interest points uh, through pupils in, in the GCN, um, much like we do from gleaming you know, our investor passes to what other interests outside of tech do you have. So being able to correlate some of these other manufacturer promotions based on the individuals of people that are already on our platform, with basket, it opens up to a universal solution. So the CPG manufacturers brings a whole boatload of new opportunities for us that aren't simply grocery specific. When I look at uh, Coupon Bureau on 8112, I've been making a lot of introductions to other sectors um, that have great interest in it. So it's not just the, you know, the onboarding of a pass for a promotion that's authenticated in one-time use. There's other abilities now to generate on purchase all of the warranty card to be stored in the wallet. And a lot of these other functionalities here, like I said, it's just not a one-off solution. The 8112 element is, is the gateway in the door for us, the doorkeeper, but there's a lot of other functionality like that that... Uh, we're we're bringing to the table as well.
1: When do we see, when do you think, last question on on this part, when do you think we see that seismic shift when all of a sudden we're all referred to our wallets uh, for coupons, for offerings, for the kind of things you are just talking about there, storing the warranties and all that. When when do you think that, because we're still not there yet, right? Yeah. When do you think to see that seismic shift?
0: Realistically, George, I mean, depending upon what country, because in North America, we're way behind. Um, way behind. Like well, oh, we're hey, we're a good, we're a good three to five years behind. Um, I probably would guess in the next eighteen to twenty four months. You know, we see this huge shift um, from physical to digital in these uh, CPG retail spaces that you're speaking of. That's probably where I, I think maybe sooner. You know, it's really truly dependent upon. The, the, the big box groups that roll out 8112 this will force a huge, huge shift and put a tremendous amount of pressure on those mid-level uh, retailers as well to catch up.
1: Uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about the markets. Um, you know obviously you're not immune to that, but you know, stop, um stop uh, Netflix is down I don't know is it 75, 80 percent now. Disney yeah. went under $100. Uh, and you know, shopify down 65 google is down 30 percent uh in you know year to date so um maybe your thoughts on stock versus company because sometimes investors will confuse yeah
0: too. i mean that's that's one for me you know it, I, I don't control the market i mean i wish i did of course like i've said before but all I can do, George, is, is, you know, I've been through this before, what, twice now? So in the last three years with these big market corrections, um, to me, they're points of time. You know, when we had a, a big run last um, August or September, whatever it was, I, I would have given you all of my paper to be where the business is today. You know, it's a point in time. I'm not looking to exit here, of course. Right. Um, you know, I don't like being here. I mean, nobody likes being here. It's not just us, of course, as you said, it's, it's the blue trips right across the board in s and And, you know, small cap is, is, takes the biggest brunt of it because even, even the case, you know, one of our, our partners that I was speaking to yesterday and he pointed out to me, he says, you know, you gotta understand too, that people are getting liquidated, margin calls, right? Where do they go? They take where they're profitable. And, you know, it goes the Robin Paul to pay Peter scenario again, right? So these are points and times so I, I don't, um, you know, I, I don't like to see the markets in these conditions, but you just fight through it. You know, for me, it's I just try to remain calm and focused. And just like today, we intend to go on the offense and keep on the offense because while people are going into the fetal position like they did back in 2019 with COVID, you know, this is where adversity. There's opportunities, and there's tremendous opportunities right now to be had. You know, is this the bottom of the market? Uh, I think we're pretty close. Um, you know, but
1: like but I said, but what you said though, the timing. You don't like being here, but it wasn't like you're planning on exiting Phobie right now, anyways. In the summer of 2022, uh, yeah. you you're, you're you're more concerned. I'm assuming where your shareholder valuations are going to be in a couple of years. Cause when you're really matured out and looking to make your big moves.
0: For sure. And like I said, we're, we're still very, very early days. You know, we're still just finalizing some integration work amongst all the acquisitions we've done. We're adding more to it. The story is getting bigger. The revenue streams are getting larger. There's a lot of convergence now that are happening as a result of Inflation, as you've mentioned in eighty-one, twelve. for me, it's about positioning. You know, I don't uh, panic and sell things because you do lose. That's how you lose, right? We all know that everything gets suppressed and we all know who does it. And then they went on the way down, they went on the way up and the markets aren't going to zero. I know that much. And like I said- Well, that can
1: only happen once. A great saying is you can only go against the market one time to go to zero because if it doesn't happen, then you lose out, right? No,
0: but it's, it's just true. I, I don't uh, I don't get bothered by it.
1: I mean, you
0: know, early days, you know, I said it maybe so, but not anymore. It's, like I said, for me, I, I can't control it. All I can do is focus on what we're doing, getting better each and every day and growing the story each and every day. And, you know, stock is up, it goes down. Um, obviously, it's a downturn with everyone else, but it'll go right back up again. Um, you know, I, I truly believe that. And I know that we're a hell of a lot stronger than we are sitting here today, of May 12th or whatever the date is, as opposed to last month even.
1: So, and inflation is—you know—inflation is actually causing this whole mess right now because uh, rates are rates are increasing. The Fed reserves increasing rates. That's causing valuations to come down. But that's actually working a little bit in your favor because just like COVID drove venue management, NCAA, yep. and all those deals. All those things now, inflation is actually going to drive this part of the business because customers, you know, shoppers like you and I, uh, retailers, CPGs are going to have to work together to help soften the blow and and create, you know, help their customers kind of navigate through this. So it's actually not a terrible thing in terms of building your business, right?
0: No, it is, but I think it's technology as a whole. I mean, I always look at things as to every you know, environment I'm in, how can my technology or what technology could solve and make a better experience or from an operation perspective. For me, it's, it's always about advancing evolution. And you know, we saw through COVID a big shift um, towards digital transformation and necessity. We're gonna see a tremendous shift again and focus around automation. And you know, this is what AI and machine learning was built for. Right, Um, you know, so we're we're very, very well positioned. I never like to see, you know, ambulance chasing and and, and these kinds of stories, because for us it's about digital transformation. It's about providing a a seamless user experience, providing real time data-driven capabilities and applications for retailers and for physical operators. You know, connecting these dots is what's made us successful. Um, you know, and our multitude and agility of our solution stacks and development teams um, yeah, keeps us on the forefront. So I'm not too too worried about it. You know, like I said, there's a point in time. stock isn't reflected by the share price, just like, a, you know, our highs and down here at the lows. You know, it just it simply isn't. I mean, it's all point in time.
1: All right. Well, at in, in, in this point in time, congratulations on another... LOI looks like it's going to close it's not; hasn't closed yet uh but congratulations on another great initiative here and can't wait to have you back my friend
0: yeah thanks George I appreciate having me today and for all those at home thank you for staying true to us and uh, supporting us these difficult times and I said they're all points of times and the sun will come out tomorrow well at least one day here in Vancouver but uh yeah stay safe and uh stay positive
1: well, you guys keep delivering, so I don't think it's hard for everyone to kind of give you their attention and, and stay with you. So this is another great one. For
0: everybody at
1: home, you've been watching or you've been listening to my podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast platform to Rob Anson. the CEO of Fobi AI, trades in Canada, Fobi for our friends of yes, Fobi F. For those new to the story, you want to start your due diligence. Get to the company's profile page at Agoracom because there's so much going on with this company's technology stack, it's unbelievable. And they've got all the names, the partnerships, the sales, even you know, quarterly revenues increasing, increasing really nice. And now another great announcement today. Then, when you've got that knowledge, head over to the company's website, do your deep dive due diligence. And hopefully, today you discovered your next great small cap company. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time.